0: <laughs> Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode edition of The Role Players. I am Art Mosley. He is Daniel Allen. Our opinions don't matter. You should listen to us anyway. Today is the nineteenth as of nineteenth of September as we record. Uh, I wanna do a flashback. You mentioned Beware of Friday the thirteenth last week. Uh-huh. Did we have any Friday the Thirteenth or Saturday the Fourteenth hangovers for like layovers, like the bad mojo on the Thirteenth going to the Fourteenth? Were there any school that got fell victim to the bad to mojo? The, to the
1: the bad juju? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. If I think Felipe Franks did, but it, <laughs> a specific school. Do you know what? of any? I, I can't recall any off the top
0: of my head, but then again, I wasn't really intrigued by any of the matchups last week, so I, mm-hmm. I can't really say that I was dialed in to uh, college <laughs> college football. I, I can't really say I've been dialed into college football, even though we talk about college football. It's yeah. just it, it's like, uh, man, I'm I'm really hyped up for that Florida Kentucky game, mm. or I'm really nobody said that. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> hyped, I'm really hyped up for that Army Michigan game. Yeah, nobody said that either. And that's no disrespect to Army because I I absolutely um, appreciate the sacrifice those young men made. But it's not like I, I woke up and said, man, I can't
1: wait to see some Army football. No, I don't think anybody woke up and said, I can't wait to see any game unless you're a fan of a specific school. There wasn't a game that a casual fan or just a general fan was excited about last week. There just wasn't. Right. And this week at least there's a few But the last two weeks, they're really outside of um, Texas and LSU and Clemson and A&M. That's really all I've seen through three weeks that are must-see, must-watch.
0: Yeah, it's been pretty lame. I mean, um, what do we have last week? Uh,
1: Nothing. Alabama, South Carolina. I mean, do we... we... (laughs) Hey, South Carolina had that. That was interesting. Not interesting, but they they put up points, and they should have put up more. I mean, there were some typical Bama SEC refs that... Took away two touchdowns from them, but they move the ball on Bama. Okay, so I'm just saying, I it, mm, Bama's not. Uh, this isn't your typical Bama team. To me. I, I would agree with that. They're, they are
0: struggling a little bit, and it's probably because Kirby Smart is cheating and recruiting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Obvious answer there, yeah.
0: Well, you know, yeah. you know why they're not doing very good. It's because birds fly upside down over that state. That's why. <laughs> but still ain't getting nothing that, on right? that. Nobody does. Does anybody even listen? Uh, I do. <laughs> Besides you, does anybody listen? <laughs> I think you do. I do, but I mean that's two. And, and I, I think uh, our buddies at Cedarwood Tavern might listen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think
1: uh, Shelby the dog listens. <laughs> yeah, she. She's forced to listen. <laughs> Or maybe the people that listen don't have Twitter,
0: possibly, and so we just don't see it. But it yeah. could text us. I yeah, we could. We we need a
1: we need a uh, role players text line to just to call text in directly. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, there's not really any big takeaways from last week for me other than. You don't, you don't want to talk about the Florida Citadel Florida still st- you sucks
0: you don't want to talk about the Citadel oh let's talk
1: about that. I forgot about
0: that I didn't you want to know why I didn't forget about the Citadel why because one of my neighbors plays football for the Citadel oh really yeah
1: nice yeah right across the street uh, Andy Davis so you have rooting interest there I do I do and that um, you know my favorite part about that is that they lost to a triple option team
0: isn't wasn't that ironic <laughs> that's just
1: so dude <laughs> They had to sit through their games when they played them and watch the dull, boring triple option and just be like, Ugh. Uh, And then the tables got reversed and they fire the triple option coach and a triple option team comes in and beats them. That uh, is just poetic. I mean, that's that's got a lot of more sets ironic all over. it. it. Absolutely, I uh, that that was that made me feel good. So that was a highlight of Saturday.
0: So wait a minute. So you feel good because you're poor rival loss to the Citadel no feel great feel great (laughs) you don't feel sorry for redheaded Jenna and the disgruntled Tech fans
1: I can't feel no I don't feel sorry I feel bad that redheaded Jenna was disappointed but I don't feel bad for for Tech or anything related to that and I didn't feel bad when the Citadel beat South Carolina years back you know and that made me feel good too and when Georgia Southern beat Florida so there's a lot of when Georgia State beat Tennessee (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's not just the rivals; I like the underdogs. So okay, I mean, I'm all for it. And that's a
0: great story, right? Military, you know, the Military Academy of South Carolina.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Down there on the peninsula in Charleston.
1: Yeah, my dad has some ties to the Citadel too, so I'm all about. I'm all about that. Uh, the Citadel and and knocking out Georgia Tech. That's just that's fitting. I don't know. You can, you can come up with an excuse when you lose to North Carolina or something like that, right. and that it's a first year, but losing to the Citadel is rough. With that being said, Georgia almost lost to Nichols and Kirby's first year Nichols State. So, mm, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, it happens. It does but, happen. Uh, but you, I relished
0: it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So, we you, you got that going for us. Uh, you know, Furman almost pulling up an upset against Virginia Tech. Jeez, uh, the paladins. You know, so the ACC is really showing that they're a power conference this season.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're they're standing out. They heard all the talk and and so they wanted to prove everybody everybody wrong. But hey, the uh they're just slightly below the SEC East. Who continues to they can make themselves look better when they play each other like Florida and Kentucky. And then you know, at least one of them's gonna win. And they just kind of you know, it's like watching two drunks fight each other. And, <laughs> Eventually, one of them's going to win because the other would just fall down. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Hey, one thing that was cool, I don't know if you saw it, but George's pink out.
0: That was cool. I did see that. That was
1: very cool. Yeah. Because it was probably at least half the people were not pink. It was hard to tell because it's the red and the pink blend, but there was a ton of pink out there. So, that's a cool thing to... A cool gesture.
0: Absolutely, to see.
1: And then, we, we rag on ta- Trash Can University, but... You remember that story about the kid in Florida that made the homemade shirt and got bullied for it? Yes.
0: I, was, I thought he was in Tennessee. Was he in Florida? I think he was in Florida. Yeah, but... At I, I, any
1: rate... Yeah, I almost got goosebumps. I, I almost got goosebumps. Go ahead. They they not only printed the shirt and sold it, but they offered him a four-year scholarship. Isn't that awesome? That's cool. Um, That's cool. Would you buy one of those shirts? If I were a Tennessee fan, I would. I think, I'm thinking about buying one. Really?
0: I'm, I'm Do not. Do you know. any of the
1: proceeds go to the kid?
0: I, uh, I think the, the proceeds go to uh, anti bullying. Kind of, oh, gotcha. Which I'm all about that. I yeah. mean, even though we do bully Georgia Tech on this show. Um,
1: yeah, but that's cyberbullying. <laughs>
0: that's <still laughs> okay. You can still get suspended from school for cyberbullying. <laughs> oh, yes, you can. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so I've heard. Uh, so you um, would wear a Tennessee shirt? Yeah, to support Or just buy it just to buy it? I, would, I think I would buy it to buy it. And I'd probably wear it around, sleep in it. I mean,. Really? Do the yard in would it? you go out in public?
1: Probably people think you're a Tennessee fan.
0: I'd answer a question. I mean, I'd wear a. I mean, if yeah, I'd wear a shirt hmm. Tennessee. Okay. That shirt, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy a Peyton Manning jersey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or okay. Or a Phil Fuller jersey. I'm not. You know, I'm you know, not doing that. I, I could buy it and then give it to a Tennessee fan or donate it to a you know a shelter or something. But I could not. I could not wear a Tennessee fan shirt in public. Ever. Never. It would be a large sum of money you gave me, I might put it on. I um, I wore an Auburn visor on a fishing trip one time with Megan's uncle, and that just felt, you know, kind of kind of weird. And they t- of course, so they made, took a
0: picture of it. made you feel real dirty and slutty, didn't it?
1: it yeah, some, it just wasn't yeah. right. Yeah. I didn't feel like an Auburn man, you know? <laughs> I didn't feel any He's different. He's an Auburn man. That's a good Auburn man right now. He's an Auburn man. <laughs> I saw... A, uh, Tony Barnhart, uh, you know, the writer, mm-hmm. he, uh, his Twitter, he, he tweeted something about he had gone to, to visit an old friend of his who who lives in Auburn. And his caption was, got to visit with so-and-so, you know, he is the true definition of an Auburn man. I was like, there it is again.
0: <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> just he's, Auburn to the, mean,
1: to the core. So if I say he's a Georgia man, what does that mean? It's just different. It's just different when it's an Auburn man. Yeah, but it means you're 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 part of the family. That's that's in your blood, and that's what you live and die for. Nobody they don't say that about any other school. You don't say that's an Alabama man, but when you say Auburn man, it's just kind of a something they've adopted. I don't think I've ever heard
0: about anybody say he's a Georgia
1: man. Even no, I haven't, because nobody does. But okay. Auburn, but yeah. Auburn does because well, they're, they're borderline a cult. So it's
0: like <laughs> kind of like F three.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, same, similar. They're they're all about family. Your family, we're the Auburn family. You're all in, and so oh, they they yeah. cover up each other's sins and that sort of thing. So, nice. 'cause Scam's an Auburn man now, <sighs> 'cause he was he was there for all of what five months. Scam, like Scam. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Did he even have to go to class when he was in? I doubt he did. Well, he might have needed to to be eligible for the for the BCS. You know what he didn't do? Take
0: any fashion classes. <laughs> yeah. I am I am first of all I'm very perturbed with Cam Newton because I drafted him on my fantasy football team. Mm-hmm. Why, I don't know. I don't know either. Second of all, I'm very perturbed with Cam Newton because of the clothes that he wears. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand that. I, that, that,
1: I just don't understand it. It's does it not seem abnormal for someone that famous to scream for attention so badly? I mean it's worse than Russell Westbrook. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's beyond. It's, I mean, he wears, some of the stuff is he's just the most hideous. Yeah. And he looks like and you've seen have you seen that the meme that it's got the lady squinting, you know, kneeling over the lady squinting and she looks just like Cam Newton. I you haven't seen, seen that? w we'll see that later. <sighs> Anyways. <sighs> so right, that's our recap. That's our recap. On, on let's, Cam Newton. Yeah.
0: You wanna get to games this week? Yeah, or let's get it? to real games. Alright, real games. We're, let's start with uh, um, the least important game this week, but I feel like we need to talk about it because, uh, and first of all, we want to say that um, we never want to see anybody get injured. So, as much as Felipe Franks annoyed the hell out of us, yeah, we do feel sorry for him and bad for him.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, that's just...
1: Yeah, that's rough. But as that... little support as he got from their fans, too, some of them were uh, openly happy and applauding that he was out.
0: I don't understand that. No, it's so but weak. But I do think they got better yeah, with, with Trask sure. and quarterback. Absolutely. Uh, so Tennessee host, uh, I'm sorry, Tennessee traveling to Florida. Florida is a 14-point favorite with a backup
1: quarterback. So we also have something something on the line here because if Tennessee wins this game, I don't know why I accepted that bet from you that, for the whole year, they'd only win two games. I no, should have just taken just the bet said, on South Carolina.
0: We just said the next six. It was the next six games, right? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: We should have just made it just South Carolina. I got greedy, but mm. so we have something riding on this because if Tennessee does win, you get Guthrie's. Guthrie's. Yeah, so
0: mm. uh, you know, I'm i pulling for you, Florida. Uh, <laughs> That's got to hurt. Don't it? let me down. What You know what? And now that we talked about that t-shirt, what we should have done is just bet that if, if Tennessee does get the two wins, you have to wear that t-shirt for a whole day. Hell no. And <laughs> that never would have taken
1: place. Never would have taken place. Oh my gosh. So um, 14 point favorite. That seems a bit steep to me. Right?
0: Something's... What's going on there?
1: Uh, it's, it's the, the logo. Th- I'm telling you, it's the logo. Half of this, the reason they're still ranked number nine, Florida... It's the logo, man. It's not the coach. It's not the team. They're undefeated. They're undefeated. Yeah. And I I saw something.
0: I did see something on Twitter that's that said all these Tennessee and Florida State fans making fun of the Florida Gators, but we have more than one win on the season.
1: It's. I mean, woohoo! Congrats! You limped past Kentucky,
0: Miami. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, There's nothing to be crowing about or talking about if you're any of those three teams. You don't. You don't need to be talking you just sit quietly and
0: watch uh tennessee i don't really have a whole lot of stats on them other than uh it's been heartbreak city they lost to georgia state they lost to byu and then they beat uh chattanooga back on track they're back on track guarantano threw for 142 yards and three touchdowns last week that's a
1: low number against that team
0: yeah the vols as a team rushed for 195 yards Oh, that's a low number against them. Tennessee has not beaten Florida since 2003 at
1: Florida. That's surprising. I know Lane Kiffin thought he was going to. Didn't he guarantee he would? That's a problem. You can't guarantee anything. Yeah. Except except I'm going
0: to pay taxes this year. And at some point I'm going to die. Those are the only things I can guarantee in life. I don't think this is going to be the year that changes. Uh, look, the Gators are on a seven-game win streak dating back last season, all right? All uh, right. Seven
1: impressive wins. Yeah,
0: they have to replace Felipe Franks. We talked about that with Kyle Trask. Some of the things I've been reading is that Emory Jones will play at some point. So Trask is a more drop back traditional passer. Mm-hmm. Jones is is a little more dual threat. Yeah. Um,
1: Hurd County is that right? Yeah,
0: I believe he was at Hurd yeah. County. Yes.
1: Um, but if you have two quarterbacks, remember you don't have any right. Mullen thinks he's the smartest guy in the room, so I'm sure he thinks it's brilliant. When they ask, who's your starting quarterback? Well, the way I see it, we have three starting quarterbacks. What the hell's that mean? Ah,
0: you doofus. (laughs) Uh, Look, the Gators' defense does lead the NCAA with 16 Mm sacks, but they also gave up 407 yards to Kentucky. And Zuniga. Yeah, he's out. Might be out. Or Mm -hmm. is he out? I think he's out. And then, uh, then you've got C.J. Henderson, who's a question mark. Their yeah, he's their best corner. Yeah, so uh, not a not a great stat here. Uh, you, th- you think the Gators would have more rushing yards on offense? But Lamichael Piron's are leading rushing with 120 yards and
1: two touchdowns. They haven't gotten much production from there. They haven't had a an elite running back at Florida since who? Like Demson Rainey. I mean, they haven't yeah, had I mean, a great running back in so long. Which is kind of ironic, right? Yeah, it's just strange. Of all the talent in Florida, you can't get a running back. And then they got DeMarcus Bowman at Lakeland, which is a Florida pipeline school. And they were sure they were going to keep him. And I think they even have his brother on the roster. And maybe not him. Maybe that was Tracy Anders. But uh, Bowman, he's going to Clemson. They just can't. They can't get anyone.
0: Well, uh, you know, the you best hate to see it. The best team in the state of Florida is
1: probably playing in Orlando. You think? Yeah. The um, I is Darius Tony out too? Because he was out last week, I think. Uh,
0: I hadn't seen anything about him. I didn't read anything about him. When I, I know he was research. injured. I
1: don't know if he's back or not. But that's. I mean, he's like their only, you know, explosive playmaker. At least in my opinion, they got Van Jefferson and what's his name Grimes, but he's their. Uh, I mean, he's the key to their offense.
0: Well. Again, I think Central. We should probably probably be doing previews. The only Florida team we should be doing previews on going forward is Central Florida
1: mm-hmm.
0: because they are the best team in the state of Florida right now. I don't, and I don't care what the rankings say. The Gators are horrible, and not the they number, are I absolutely. Mean, that's you know, everybody's opinions are like a holes. They all stink. So, <laughs> but that's my opinion.
1: Yeah, and I and I, I second that opinion. And, and I think we've we've been very vocal about that too from the. Very beginning this year.
0: All right, so Tennessee. There's our positive spin on you, I guess. I've I've got a score. This is my upset of of, of the week. Uh, ten, you know, the Gators squeaked by Kentucky last week. Tennessee shocks the world. Shocks the world. Or whoever yes, cares. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think this. I'm I'm taking the under in points, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. but i think uh, tennessee wins this game uh, 20 i'm going to say 25 to 24 tennessee by one
1: wow uh 25 points uh, you always get the, the crazy scores i like uh, it. it
0: it doesn't always work out for me but we're going to have to put that down
1: 25-24 that's arts. okay i'm I'm, yes. I'm with you whatever the under is i'll take i'll take the under <laughs> whatever the over under is <laughs> Uh, but man, I can't see, I can't see Tennessee winning this. I'll give me Florida, give me Florida twenty-three and Tennessee seventeen. Okay, so A Florida does affair. does not cover the spread. No, I don't think there's any way they cover. But who knows? That's that's just my, you know, when there's two teams, you don't have any belief in either one of them. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard to say, you know, which which one of these teams sucks less. That's kind of what we're looking at here. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So we've effectively wasted our
0: time on that. Um, <laughs> the next game that we want to talk about is uh, Texas A&M hosting Auburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first started looking this up, I thought Auburn was a favorite, and I was like, that's kind of weird. But uh, Texas A&M, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm-hmm. Got a senior quarter—senior? Kellermond? Senior? I think he's a junior. All right. Well, whatever. Might be a senior. Upper, upper I don't know classman, how long he's been there. An upperclassman quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas A&M, they're only allowing uh, a little over 268 yards per game, the defense. They're holding the opponents to 11.3 points per game. And uh, freshman running back Isaiah Spiller, I think, has a 250, 246 yards in those three games. Calamon, pretty good number, 747 yards passing in, mm-hmm. in three games. So, uh, But the problem is, man, he's going up against a nasty
1: defense. Very nasty. Very nasty, and they lost their, their starting running back, what's his name, Corbin, mm-hmm. um, earlier in the year, so they're in their, their second string running back, and they didn't have a great rushing attack to begin with, I don't think, and so that's, that's a tough task.
0: Yeah, so Auburn comes into this game with uh, freshman Bo Nix, at quarterback. Uh, the offensive line for Auburn's only allowed three sacks on the season. It's impressive. Um, They've rushed for 840 yard, 845 yards, but I believe a lot of
1: that was against Kent State. Yeah, they had three <clears throat> three different running backs rush for 100 yards last week. <clears throat> so Sorry. I guess... The, so I think a little mm. bit
0: of that has to be discounted. Uh, Nick's has passed, for, I think, 545 yards, four touchdowns and two picks. Mm. And, uh, what is it? Travious J Jatarbius. They call him Booby. Yeah, okay. Whitlow, uh... He's tenth in the nation in rushing yards with three hundred forty-one, but again, against who?
1: Yeah, and I, I mean he's tough. He's a he's a, a bit of a beast. But the question is, what a And M at home? What's, a, what? With, how much does that make a difference? With the twelfth man, the twelfth man. Yeah. There you go.
0: I mean that. I, I mean for the Aggies, I'm sure it makes all the difference.
1: Hey, that, that what do they say normally? Three points, home field advantage. I think three it's points, it's three, three and a half. Like yeah, that. it's a field goal. Uh, I don't know what to think about this because I don't know. I didn't get to see a m Clemson. So I don't know. I really don't know what to think about this. They didn't miss much. <laughs> I, I don't. I, see, Auburn is just, they're sneaky to me. I, I'll never discount them because with that defense and all Knicks has to do is make a few plays, I think. And I don't think a and is going to be able to, like you, I don't think they're going to be able to put up a ton of points on Auburn's D. But can Bo Nicks be put up enough on offense? I don't know about that. I, I kind of lean towards A&M winning. Oof. Even though that's, that's more like in my gut I think Auburn would win, but the more I think about it, I think, well, I mean, that's, that's tough to go first true gro- true road game for the freshman, and A&M's going to be rowdy. And last time, this time of year, when Clemson went over there, I mean, they, they showed out. So i I think A' and I'd so probably yeah, I'd probably say I don't know what the over under is on this either. do you? I, I don't know off the top of my head. um, I'd probably say Texas A&M... stop 24 20. Wow, I feel like when we do score predictions, I use 24 and 27 more than any other score. Hey, it's... those two are just they they speak to me. That's a good numbers? I think they are. Obviously.
0: Good numbers. <laughs> um, I'm I'm going to say that this game uh, is a little bit lower scoring than that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and I'm going to go with uh, Texas A&M twenty-one, Auburn sixteen. Mm. Which means that it'll be a shootout, and it'll be fifty <laughs> fifty-four to you know
1: forty-eight. 48. Yeah, that's how it usually works. So, so neither one of us think that Auburn, with their team full of Auburn men, is going to be able to pull this off. The Auburn men. Auburn
0: man. Oh my gosh! This,
1: I mean, I'm not really impressed with Auburn. I'm not either. I'm not either. But like I said, it's when I when they're overlooked that they tend to sneak up and do dangerous. some sneaky things. Yeah, yeah you, they can't be trusted. So, so, Art had discussed, talked about discussing Michigan, Wisconsin, and I shut that down. <laughs> I shut that down. Because I didn't, first off, I couldn't care less about Wisconsin, <laughs> or Michigan, really. And I was of the opinion that I doubt many people listen to this, all, all seven of them, care too much about <laughs> Michigan and Wisconsin. Now, you could talk briefly about it if you'd like.
0: I just want to know if Jim Harbaugh is eating any chicken. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't, uh, I, I don't, is I don't know. Is Michigan
0: really the number 11 ranked team in the country?
1: Isn't no. is bad? I mean, this is I'm what telling I'm telling you. That's another logo. It's a logo and a name. It's a hardball name that somehow still carries weight.
0: They beat Army in Middle Tennessee.
1: I mean, but hey, pull up the, the rankings. Let's look at the top 25 because something's not right for Florida to be 9 and Michigan to be 11. There's surely there are nine teams better than Florida. I mean, I don't see how there couldn't be. Texas is better than Florida, Uh,
0: Central Florida is better than Florida.
1: Yeah, there you go. But Texas is behind Michigan and Florida, and that's solely because they played LSU. If they hadn't played LSU, they'd be a, they'd be ahead of them, I think. What? Oh, denied. ESPN is playing games. Hold on, I, I, CBS Sports can handle this. Let's take a look. All right, we know the top six. Everybody believes in the top six. Notre Dame seven, Auburn eight, Florida nine, Utah ten. Put Utah ahead of Florida. Utah would crush Florida. Okay. Michigan, 11. Nah, that's garbage. Texas is better than Michigan and Florida. Wisconsin, I have no earthly idea. Penn State, 13. No, no They're I, not any good. They're trash. Okay, they're trash. UCF, 15. I, I, like you said, I put them up against Florida. I'd expect a W. Yeah. Okay, Oregon. I think Oregon would beat Florida. Yep. I think Oregon would beat Michigan. Texas ain't and m they're probably about right. Washington State would beat Florida. I'll say that. Washington State, Mike Leach would beat Florida. Virginia, do you think they would? No, probably not. No, but I guarantee you, Oregon would. I think UCF would. I think Wisconsin would beat Florida. I know Texas would. Michigan and Florida, they play every year. Who knows? Utah would beat them. So I can. And we count four or five teams there that are better than Florida, but somehow Florida's number nine. Nice. I I think Florida ends the re, the season at best. Number twenty-two or twenty-three? Do you want to put a wager on that? No. <laughs> <About> <laughs> on everything. Else.
0: It just makes it so much more fun when you gamble, pick mm-hmm. that off. Was that Jalen Ramsey? It was getting used. Yeah. Bum.
1: We'll come back to that. By right. what's his name? Taji Sharp? Is that it? You request a trade, and then you get beat by a no-name. Anyways. Boom. So, that's that's why Michigan-Wisconsin is not currently really being di- discussed by us. But,
0: the best game of the week, we will discuss.
1: The best game, and definitely the biggest game, and the best game.
0: Uh Notre Athens, game day. Notre Dame, traveling to Dooley Field at Samford Stadium. Mm,
1: newly anointed.
0: Uh, I did not get a point spread on this, and so... I, I think
1: right now it's sitting at 14. I, okay, I...
0: I you're started right. at, yeah, it started it, it at Yeah, and a half. 14 and a half is what okay. I had.
1: The last one I had. Yeah. Um, Which that's that's that mmm. That seems like Vegas is wanting people to take Notre Dame to give it that spread to me. Right. It's like
0: a sucker's bet.
1: It feels that way to me. But
0: normally Vegas knows what they're doing, right? Yeah, now.
1: the desert the desert knows.
0: I mean, they're in business to make money.
1: Yeah, and the spread's only gone up. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's it's tricky. What's your take on this?
0: My take is that Notre Dame is overrated. Mm-hmm. They've beaten up on two sorry opponents. Mm-hmm. Loserville, and I can't even remember if it was New Mexico
1: State or New Mexico they played last week. And Louisville's D-line caused some, some issues for them. And if Louisville's D-line is causing issues for you, that doesn't bode well. Mm, not at Georgia. Um,
0: the... The starting quarterback for Notre Dame is Ian Book, and I know he's gotten better. But the last time I remember Ian Book, he was throwing a pick six to Trajan Bandy, mm-hmm. who's a Miami defensive back. Uh, and that was right before the half when when Notre Dame just got run out of out of South Florida. Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, that was
0: beautiful. That was beautiful. Uh, so I'm not overly impressed, but uh, he has put up uh, he has put up some big numbers. Um, Notre Dame defense allowing 230. 5 rushing yards uh, per game. Sign. That's almost 5 yards a carry.
1: Uh, How many... <laughs> compare that with the other side. How many yards per game has Georgia given up rushing? Uh,
0: I don't even have that stat. <laughs> or do I? Oh, 60. <laughs> 7. Yes, 16 I do yards have it. Look at that. that. Uh, 60.7. <laughs> uh, Ian Book uh, leads Notre Dame... Um, did I not have this stat in here? Uh, what is it? You were get his passing yards. Yeah, five hundred fifty-three yards, six touchdowns, and all, I'm sorry. He I wanted to say he leads a team in rushing and passing. Um, so that's not a good
1: sign either, Art. I mean, against maybe against uh, Kent State. Yeah. Purdue. If you can't run the ball, and he can, book and make some plays, but I guarantee he's going to get a spot. Yeah. And there's a lot of guys on that side that can fly. Just athletic. I mean, I think it's going to be – I think George is uh,
0: better than they were in 2017 when they went up to South Bend. And so I think the the worm is turned. The Bulldogs uh, getting uh, about 286 yards on the ground. Uh, DeAndre Swift leading the way with 290 yards on 31 carries. Uh, George Pickens leading receiver. I didn't realize that. My guy – Nine catches, 162 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah,
1: two of them have been highlight reel catches. And And there's going to be more. There's going to be more. I don't know if this is going to be the game that the the rest of the college football world gets introduced to him, but at some point this season they will, and he is going to be a household name before he leaves because that dude is a freak. Maybe one of the does, is he instant legend for the bulldogs? I don't know, he's going to be a legend one way or the other if he can stay in school and not you know not have issues off the field, which Uh-oh. is my only concern, just because I think he's maybe a bit of a, a diva as uh, many receivers yes. are. Or that's kind of was his reputation, and he already in the, in the preseason camp, he, he, he came in and he wanted the number one, and they gave him the number one. And then in practice, people noticed he was wearing 83. Well, it turns out he had the number one taken away from him and he had to earn it back. So uh, that's never the greatest. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, the, the receivers, uh, a Julio and an AJ type, are, are rare. Mm-hmm. And there's more ABs and, you know, TOs and things like that. Right. So we'll, we'll see. You can keep him in check. UGA has 15 straight wins at home uh,
0: under Kirby Smart, mm-hmm. but only one of those is against the ranked team. Yeah. Does that,
1: does that any cause for concern that they haven't... No, I think that's just the schedule. We've had very poor home schedules the last two years. Mm-hmm. And then nobody's really come in.
0: Brian Kelly is 2-4 and four against top 10 teams on the road. Mm-hmm. And both of those wins came back in 2012. It was a while back. Yeah. Hadn't really done a whole lot. No. I mean, I think Notre Dame gets a... I would call it the Notre Dame bump. We talk about the logo
1: a little bit. For sure. Um, More than anyone, I'd say.
0: I mean, it's America's Catholic team, right?
1: Yeah, they, they, more than anyone. And and last year they were, I'd say last year, what did they finish? I mean, everyone knows they got knocked out of the, smoked in the playoffs, but at least they've been respectable and in the conversation. 2017 they were in the conversation, 2018 they made it. So, I mean, at least they're somewhat backing it up on the field, but mm, I wouldn't, yeah, I don't think they're... uh, Oh, up there with the big boys right now.
0: I'm sorry. Baby chart. Dee, 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 baby Did he just score?
1: Art, we're watching the Tennessee Titans and Jacksonville Jaguars, and Art, who is a Jaguars fan and also has a uh, DJ chart going for him in fantasy. And so he is, he has decided anytime he sees or t- says DJ chart, he's going to sing his new song he came up with, which is? DJ,
0: Shark, de- 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 DJ, It's not my new song. It's I'm just stealing the Baby Shark song. I know, but you made it your own. I did make it my own. And anytime Leonard Fournette gets it, I'll probably pray he doesn't break an ankle.
1: He didn't break much of anything on the field. He's tackles a- or anything like that. that like He's kind of fallen off, off as me. Yeah. So anyways.
0: So back, I'm sorry, back to that. We digress from Georgia, Notre Dame because there's really, to me, there's not a whole lot more to say because I don't think Notre Dame is going to be in this game very long. I
1: don't, I don't know. I kind of think they will for, for at least the first half. Mm. I, well, maybe not. Maybe not. It's tough to say. The one thing they do have is they have great edge rushers. And if there's one area we that our offensive line has not been A-plus this year, they've had a little bit of trouble. And pass protection, mm-hmm. so they, they could cause some issues there. But I don't know how much, I mean, Georgia's offensive line, I think, can probably just lean on him and, and steamroll him like we've done to most right. people. So I don't know how much we're going to need to pass. I'm sure we will. And this is the first game, I think, that we'll see James Coley, the new offensive coordinator, really a full, see what he's got up his sleeve as far as how he calls the game. Because Vanderbilt, the first three drives were fantastic. Scored touchdown each time, and it was just up and down the field. A lot of different plays. And then once we got up 21-0, it kind of shut down and became the same play five, you know, five plays. And the last two games, we haven't had to do much of anything. So this is the first time that I think I'm excited to see what it looks like because, you know, a game like this, you don't hold anything back. I wouldn't think. No, you don't want to hold anything back. It's going to be rowdy. It is going to be rowdy. Night game. Night game. Game day's there. It's, they've got this, this is going to be awesome, at least for Georgia fans. So there's this, this, most people probably know the Georgia tradition, light up the fourth quarter with the cell phones and the flashlights. Have you seen that? No. Well, everyone basically turns the flashlight on their phone, holds it up, and then we always do this thing in the fourth quarter anyways, where the fans wave their hand up and down along with the band. But with the flashlights, it's awesome because it goes black light, black light. It's just really cool looking, and everybody goes crazy. Okay. But now they've got these new LED lights that they installed over the off season, and it's going to be red lights everywhere, and it's it the place is going to explode. Anyways, so that atmosphere is going to be insane. Okay. I, I did read today the Notre Dame has planned a stealth invasion of Athens. I don't know what that means.
0: A stealth invasion of A athletes.
1: stealth invasion payback for when we went up there and took over. A stealth invasion. Yeah, but no, I can guarantee you, no. Nah.
0: Nobody's selling their tickets to no. a Notre Dame. Man. <laughs> a Notre Dame. Man.
1: Yeah,
0: that's not happening. Look, I know you're concerned because this is your team.
1: I'm not concerned.
0: Okay. I'm, I wouldn't be concerned either because this is going to be a blowout. Yeah. All right. Uh, Georgia covers. The spread is 14 and a half. Georgia forty-one, Notre
1: Dame twenty-three. Yeah, I think, I think you're, I think you're right with covering. I think two things. I don't think Georgia will score as much, and I don't think Notre Dame will score as much. I'd give Georgia thirty-eight and Notre Dame twenty. And I'm not sure about the twenty. Pardon me, thinks they'll get seventeen. Because I'm telling you, this 20, thing, this sorry, is so fast. I'm sorry, thirty-eight to 20? 38, twenty. 20 yeah, I mean, I, so just slightly. We, I, I basically have each team scoring three less points than you do. <laughs> so we have both have the
0: same margin. So, um, but I'm taking the over. I, 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 I've gone over on our if our points were fifty nine. I'm gone over. Oh.
1: Yeah. was there? Uh, do you know what the over is? I don't. Uh, I doubt. I, I'm. I'm guessing we both went over because I don't think anybody's. The over would be fifty eight points, most likely. So, I don't know. After this, I don't know if the narrative will be that Notre Dame was overrated. I'm assuming Georgia wins. Or if the narrative will be that Georgia, you know, Notre Dame's good and it's a great win for Georgia. I don't know. I'm sure half the people will say, well, Notre Dame was overrated. And then there will be some that say that was a great win. You just never know.
0: All right. I'm going to go on record right now and say, tell you that Notre Dame's overrated. Yeah, I think so. And I think so. To what extent, I don't know. And it's not, But, uh, but I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. They're overrated. Georgia should win the game, and
1: they will win the game. And yeah. then...
0: It's not Georgia's fault that Notre Dame is overrated.
1: Yeah, it's tough, man. It's it's gotten to the point where because these these schedules are so lousy and the East is so bad that it's almost like a one-game season. It's almost the SEC championship, and all these games we're supposed to win, and, and we've been you know the margin of victory over the East we haven't we haven't against the SEC East the last two years the close we've beaten every team by two touchdowns. Nobody's kept it. Less than two touchdowns. So it's like each game, I'm excited about this one because it's a top ten team, but it's like each game is, uh, what is that? Sorry. Georgia coach teaches dangers of drugs with dangerous snake. I don't know what that is. But it's like each game is just, it's it's hard to get excited about. So I don't care if they're overrated. It's a top ten matchup, and I'm going to get fired up about it. There we go. We finally, we finally got one. Got one.
0: And so I'm going to be excited about it. Are you? you going to watch it? Of course. I'll probably fall asleep
1: at 9 o'clock, but of course i will okay, watch it. Okay, good. So I'll give people something, though. Game day is, they've been to Athens a couple times in the last five or six years. It was a long time before that. I think the, last, the first time they came back was 2008. And that, that sad, depressing day, we, we blacked out against Bama. Oh, and then,
0: got, <laughs> and then got blown out. Yeah, got the funeral out. game. That's yeah. what we call it.
1: Yeah. So, uh, anyways, they'll be back. That'll be fun. It's nice to have everybody paying attention to us. So.
0: That's all the games we had. Is that have. it? That's, that's it. it? Did you want to talk about the big uh, fantasy football matchup?
1: Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay. All right.
0: I, I'd rather not, but we're going to talk about it. Why? Because I realize that I have, you know, three Jaguar receivers.
1: Yeah, tell people how that... How that worked out.
0: So I drafted... Um, I drafted D.D. D. Westbrook late.
1: Yeah. But also Tyreek Hill. So yes. So that's an
0: important piece of this story. So I, I drafted Tyreek Hill first. Right. And he's injured. So he you had to...
1: Pick up a free agent. Make an adjustment. Right. So and you already had how many Jaguars on the team? Uh, probably... I think I had one to begin with. You had one Jaguar receiver. Right. And Tyreek got injured... Right. And then you picked up. Uh, I picked up uh, Chris Conley. Okay. Jaguar receiver number two.
0: Right. And then Hunter Henry. Yeah. Absolute bum. Yeah. So he got injured. So I dropped him because I already had three tight ends. Mm-hmm. And I picked up. Uh, baby <laughs> Charty. Baby
1: Charty. <laughs> so that was your third Jacksonville Jaguar receiver.
0: Yes. And so now in this game, I've got, this is awful because I've got four players playing and I have a grand, grand total of 24 points. Derek's, well, Shark's holding up. Shark's doing well. Conley, not so much. Derrick Henry is the one and, and Delaney Walker killing me. Yeah. A total of 4.2 points between the two.
1: That's, that's not going to get it done. Tell me about this kicker. Who is this guy? I've never heard of him. He sounds made up. Joey Sly. Joey Sly? Does that not sound like a like a Vegas bookie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the the fact that I had played without a kicker for the first two weeks, I figured I needed to pick one up.
1: That is awesome. So I guess Gano is hurt? Uh Graham Gano? I guess. So Joey Sly steps in. I love that. Anyways. Yeah, it's not looking... It's not looking good for you. Not not at all. So I, I came out and barely
0: won in week one, and then had to play the same team over in the second week, which I don't understand. No, that's a because it's, it's our commissioner. Mm. Hmm. He was feeling salty because I beat him in week one, and now you've got. Now I have to go up against.
1: I'm not. I'm not a, a powerhouse by any means.
0: No, you're not. But you do have Antonio Brown. Yeah. Who was featured.
1: He hardly played any of the snaps. He played like 17 snaps, but they got him involved right yes, away. Yes. Four catches for 40-something yards and a touchdown in the first quarter. So, if he can stay eligible and <laughs> eligible. if he can stay off the commissioner's exempt list, the more he gets integrated, he should go crazy with Brady. Cuz the Patriots one thing they do is if they have a weapon, they just yes, they use it. it right. Right. And he's yeah. a, he's one hell of a weapon. So yeah, I got A. B. That's tenuous though. You don't any any given day another bombshell could drop, and he could be off 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 the uh, roster. I uh, got McCaffrey, who he was in dud last week. He yeah. did nothing. So you know nothing. Hi. You got Fairbank, Fairburn, Bairn, kind of fair Fairburn. If it was burn, wouldn't it be B U R N? I don't know, Kymie Fairbairn, whatever. Whatever, right. He is. I think he was the leading kicker last year. If not, he was near the top. And then you got the
0: Cleveland defense.
1: I, I put faith in them, and week one it was, it was not good. Last week, they did very well. Up against uh, the Jets. I mean. <laughs> no surprise. Up against Luke Falk and Trevor Simeon. So it's it's I'm just kind of piecing it together. You know, I it's my team's gonna go as Carson Wentz, Antonio Brown, and Christian McCaffrey go. I could see that. So I I have a chance, but my go to the matchup so we can look at the projections and everything. Click right there. So right now I'm projected to win 152 to 132, but all that could change. Conley could score, Henry could score, Walker could score, and all of a sudden, you're That's right back get, in. Let's him. not get carried away here. Well, so, so, trying to give you hope. So at this point, I'm really defending
0: on Philip Rivers, mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks, mm-hmm. a Drew Brees-less Alvin Kamara, yeah, and Andy Dalton.
1: That's yeah, I, w- I wouldn't feel too great about that. I don't. That's <laughs> bad luck. Tyreek would get hurt, and then Breeze would get hurt. How weird. And dude, Breeze and Ben, both in the same week. Yeah. That's just, that's not good for the league. No, it's not. Because nobody wants to see Teddy Bridge and then whoever, Mason Rudolph. I mean, come on, that hurts Juju, because I wanted Juju bad this year, and he would have gone crazy. And now he's got Mason Rudolph thrown to him. I mean. So some big injuries in the NFL. <sighs> Anyhow. Anything else we got to talk about?
0: Can we talk about Jalen Ramsey?
1: Sure.
0: Your boy. I, I read an article uh, earlier today talking about the Jaguar. I mean, a lot of Jaguars fans are pissed and calling Ramsey a traitor and a bum and blah, 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 blah. The guy's a pro bowler, uh, even though he did get burned by a no-name receiver for, for Tennessee. The The article was saying, though, that the Jaguars' ownership has no one to blame but themselves. And they point the blame back to the large contract extension they gave to Blake Bortles. Oh! And Bortles we trust. The Bortles experiment. You know, it, it was a 2017 or 16, whatever year it was, when the Jags went to the AFC title game. Yeah. And, and we had Saxonville. Right on the edge. And then, and then, do, I'm sorry, do. Well, mm-hmm. it became like a household thing. That was a thing like when I was in high school. Oh was it? Yes. So so this is this is what's funny. It's like it, it went mainstream at some point between nineteen ninety four and twenty seventeen or, or sixteen but
1: I mean that's twenty seventeen, whenever that was, maybe it was sixteen, that's the first time I ever heard it and then I saw it, started seeing it everywhere. Everywhere right
0: but so that all like I think there was the story that I remember living through that time was there was like a DJ or they would play music, like they would play like dance music on, on the radio station, like on, I think on Saturday nights. And then the mix, they he would be playing a mix, the DJ was like late at night or whatever, and he would be mixing it in all of a sudden you hear somebody say, Doo-oh! and so that kind of caught on like the urban mm-hmm. like community. And um, so you kind of walk around and say, you know, that was kind of a little thing that, that, urban people did it. Was like, Doo, mm-hmm. But then like the Jaguars got a hold of it somehow and it became mainstream. And now it's like I don't know. Kind of like out. that? It's kind of played out. It doesn't mm. it's not as cool as it used to be. I mean, it's
1: Yeah, when things when things hit mainstream and a big group or, or organization or corporation takes over, it's yeah, not nah, not cool anymore.
0: So it's so yeah. anyway, back to back to the 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 problem is you get rid of your defensive players, or, mm-hmm. or, or those that made that team successful. You put your money in a bum quarterback,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and now you don't have and
1: and a brittle running back.
0: Right. That sounds that sounds every bit the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Yeah, that's that's just kind of like Cleveland. They seem like although Cleveland seems to be turning it around slowly, but not to the level everyone expected. But it's just certain teams just. Can't ever seem to get it right. I mean Tennessee Titans are the same way the teams are playing right now. It's it's sort of the same thing. Nah, uh, they had it right at one point. When?
0: Steve McNair, Eddie George?
1: Oh uh, yeah. In recent memory.
0: Okay. I'll, I'll say. S- I'm a I'm a very salty Jaguar fan and I have a long history, so I I mean, we could beat the Titans three hundred to nothing and it still wouldn't be enough.
1: Yeah. Because
0: Jeff Fisher said, oh, we love playing in Jacksonville. That's like our second home field. Did he? Yeah, he's a punk.
1: I don't like Jeff Fisher. He, he, in hard knocks, he came across as sort of an arrogant guy. Yeah. Well, I don't think, I I mean, I think that was your year, your chance two years ago. That was kind of the the one year that you could get there. And then, of course, the Patriots got in your way. But uh, I think it's going to be a long climb back. 'Cause I don't think Nick Foles was the answer. I don't think Gardner Minshew is the answer. Wait a minute. You
0: tell me Uncle Rico is not the answer? I don't think he is.
1: <laughs> 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 I don't think he's the answer, no. As much as he I like the guy and I liked him in Washington State and he's uh he can throw it, but you know, you gotta have an elite quarterback. I think in this day and age, until at some point the Patriots dynasty will go away when Belichick and Brady leave, and then maybe you'll have an opening. But for now, just forget it. Yeah, but how many elite quarterbacks are there? There's there there's a handful. I mean, there's there's plenty of them. I think you just witnessed the birth of one that's been starting for two years in Mahomes. Find a Mahomes. I mean, I, I just
0: I just think there's probably. Five elite quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and then the rest are serviceable.
1: Yeah. What? So you got you got Brady. I think Breeze is elite. I think Mahomes is elite. I still think Rodgers is elite. I think Russell Wilson's elite. Mm. You don't think so? I think Rodgers was elite, and I think Wilson was elite. Okay. Mm. Who else we got? Matty Ice. Ben. Ben's not. Matt, nice. yeah, my, Matt. I think for for a little while was right, but so I'd say he's not anymore. It's
0: it's tough to sustain the level of success that Tom Brady and Drew Brees and even Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. have had. And I just and, and throw Russell Wilson in there, but there's some. This is this is what I see, and I'm not trying to. This has nothing to. I'm not on the bring Kaepernick back bandwagon, but some of these quarterbacks I see, I'm
1: like, Colin Kaepernick went better than that guy. Yeah, but they don't bring all the circus with them. It's I mean, that's that's it. No team wants to deal with that. Right, right. It's not a, it's not a, their play. It's not his play. And, and let's not forget that the 49ers did offer him a contract extension. It was, just wasn't as much as he wanted, no. so he willfully left. Right. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. There's a lot of quarterbacks that you see, and you're like, wait, that's their day. that's who they're going to, and. I don't understand it. You would think there'd be more. I agree. You'd think there'd be more guys that could play in an elite level. And it seems like, I mean, for right now, you have to say at least so far this year, Lamar Jackson is. Yeah. That dude is shredding it. So, I don't know. It's just, it's, I mean, it's one draft away, but you need that and I don't think you have it. No. Or you have an elite defense, but like you said, they're letting everybody go away, leave, so. You gotta lean on one or the other. I don't, <laughs> putting it all in Blake Portals is not the answer. That was a poor, a poor decision. by is Mister Khan running it, or is he just the owner? Who's the GM? Uh, I, I couldn't tell you, but I think Khan is just the owner. Yeah, he's just the money man.
0: Yeah, gotcha.
1: Him and his—he's
0: too busy probably worrying about his English Premier League team. Yeah, he's got a lot of, a lot of irons in the fire. So. Look, we kept it under an hour for the second week in a row, man. Well, it's good night because we got started late. Oof. Oof. So we're going to... You got anything else? Nah. Remember, we'll we'll keep this running. $25 gift card.
1: Why do birds fly upside down over mm-hmm. the state of Alabama? Simple question. Right. Even a guess. You'd probably get it right. Right. I did have something else, but I forgot it. Ah,
0: oh, because it's late.
1: Yeah, I didn't write it on my hands, so I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Maybe I'll remember it for next week. Yeah, you guys have a great weekend.
0: Enjoy finally some good football. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk to y'all next week. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye bye. Bye bye.